Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the Jolly Boys podcast. Hello. Hello there. Hello. Guys, we have just landed a fantastic interview with none other than Blues, Anthony Costa. Yeah, what a nice chap. I knew it would be a good interview, but it was even better than I thought because he is, well, we're all big fans, but he was so into it, wouldn't he? He, he is literally a super fan. He's so passionate about only Fools and Horses, and it completely showed throughout what he was saying. Absolutely. And stay tuned to hear the quiz to see just exactly how good he is in that quiz. I'm not sure how many how many of you people know, but Anthony Costa took part on Celebrity Mastermind. We we put him to the test today with our own uh, Mastermind quiz, didn't we? So stick around to listen to how that goes. But he was, a, he was lovely jubbly to talk to, and he was just, it was like talking to a mate. I think he's in the wrong industry. He should be doing impressions. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Paul Burling. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's on your case. So initially, we had planned to talk about Christmas crackers. Do you want to talk about what's happened? I'm too upset to. We, we just had 25 minutes of lovely chat about Christmas crackers. Some of the best podcast material. Yeah, that, was, that will never be heard. And Textbook. Sony Award. Well, this was. Like previous cock-ups, they'll be looking for it in many years to come, and yeah. no doubt they'll find it on a laptop somewhere. Well, anyway, it Lots didn't record, it. so we'll have to do it another time. But luckily we have yeah, some uh, backup material. In <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like you've lost <laughs> the fiver and found a penny, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so really deflated. But yeah, enjoy the show. Uh, before we go further, should we just uh, remind you, you can catch us on our Twitter handle, Bailey, I'll hand over to you. We hope you enjoy the show, guys. Please feel free to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook by typing in the Jolly Boys podcast, or you can find us on Twitter. The handle is at OFA underscore podcasts. Um, feel free to get in touch if you've got any questions or any comments, or even if you'd like to take part in any of our episode quizzes. Uh, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think we might be on Instagram. <laughs> Ed? Uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked. We are on Instagram. We are listed as only underscore fools underscore n, just the letter N, underscore horses. We've got some great content on there. It's worth it's worth typing that all in, trust me. You got so good at doing that, guys. I know, I'm an actual. To be honest, I, I did it all the way here in the car. You know, I was really polishing it off. <laughs> just, getting it dialed getting it dialed just putting it out there how, what do you guys think about getting all of our strongest quiz contestants together in one night to have a, a face off with everyone else I think it could get nasty or it could be challenge Costa that could challenge be that, that would work wouldn't it yeah definitely so if there's anyone out there who's trivia if we get enough interest we'll do it yeah, of course. So if anyone out there with with a high level of Trotter trivia, please get in touch if you yeah. think you can take on the one and only Anthony Costa. Talking of which, he's uh, performing at uh, the Rock of Ages musical. So take a look out for tickets. There's loads of uh, shows he's doing throughout the year. And we were going to go and see him in Bristol, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, the, close, yeah, the closest venue is the Bristol Hippodrome where we're going to go along in and check out his show. Looking forward to that. Should we listen to the interview? Let's do it. Enjoy the show. Roll the tape. Hello. Hi, is that Anthony? Speaking, yeah. Hi, it's Bailey from the Jolly Boys podcast. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. When did you first get into Only Falls and Horses? What's your earliest memory of it? Oh, my word. Falls and Horses has just been a part of, as, as, as soon as I could talk, really, um, Family, um, I sort of blame my mum, dad, my uncles, my aunties, everyone. Um, it was a, one of the first programs that I remember seeing on TV, and it just, I just hooked on it. I just, it just got me. Um, like us all, then, yeah. <laughs> no other program did. I mean, it's a bit like my football team, so I had no other choice but to like it. So, um, who were they? Come yeah. on, you got to tell Who's us. Who's your football team? What's that? Who's your football team? I'm a Spurs man. Oh, oh never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I remember watching it um, and just was absolutely hooked. And then it sort of, I didn't really, because I moved to Cyprus when I was young, I didn't really see it, obviously, over there. I didn't yeah. have a British TV, but come back over in 1990 and then, again, just got back into it. But it's yeah. a programme like, like you know, I'm sure you boys know is this. You can watch it a million times. I mean, like today, you know, yeah. UK Gold is it's on, it's on in the background. Even if it's on in the background, I just it's just a comfort, 
And yeah. um, the boys yeah. used to take the mick out of me when I was always on tour. Um, I used to always have all the DVDs. I, every airport that I'd go to, I'd always buy the DVDs, the box sets. So I've got like 10, 15 worth box sets in my garage. That's, that's, really? that's just yeah, like that. Yeah, it was, it was DVDs at the time, wasn't it? So yeah. um, the boys are like, bruv, you've seen this a million times. I'm like, yeah, I know, but there might be bits that I haven't seen. And they're like, mate, you're mental. So, no, you're um, just like us. We're with you on that one. And, you know, we used to, we had to have pseudonyms when we first started in the band. Um, so we all picked out the hat who was going to pick the pseudonyms. And obviously I won. So therefore I was Del Boy. Brilliant, um, I was Del Boy. Lee was Rodney. Cy was Denzel. <laughs> and uh, Dunk was Boise. That's brilliant. That's um, so good. So yeah, it used to be really funny. Just going to the hotels, he'd be like, hello, Mr. Del Boy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my name. <laughs> That's so, uh, so good. So yeah, again, you know, just I, I brought I brought Fools and Horses to the band. Well, actually, Lee, Lee used to watch it with me as well. So, uh, and and yeah, that's just in a nutshell. That's why I love the program so much. It's always difficult when we tell people we run this podcast. The first thing they say to us is, "What is it exactly about Only Fools and Horses that you love?" Yeah. But I find it so difficult to sum it, it up. You know, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like I, I was worried today. Like one of the questions you was going to ask me is, "Who's better, Granddad or Albert?" You can't, you can't sure. ask that question. No. Yeah. Um, have you got a preference, though, just out of interest? <laughs> What's as, that? As, have you got a preference, just out of interest? I it's not got to be an exact... That's what I mean. I, boys, I haven't got a preference. That's the thing. Every... Granddad has some fantastic sayings. Albert obviously has some fantastic sayings and great episodes. You know, Granddad's episodes. You know, there's just... You just can't... You just can't choose, mate. I just cannot choose, you know? So... Uh, That's really interesting. I, I, how about this? I love it all. Do you prefer the earlier series or the later series? Um, see, again, like when they, see when it first started, you didn't know where it was going to go, did you? No, yeah. You know, because yeah. obviously the documentaries that I've seen, and I'm sure you boys have seen, you know, it was going to be canned by the BBC, and, and you know, if it wasn't for this episode. So you just don't know. I think there were some fantastic episodes in the first series, like, you know, when... Um, healthy competition you know when Rodney goes on his own and, and buys the lawnmower engines with Mickey Pierce <laughs> yeah. and it's just classic line it's just classic and, and obviously Granddad's classic line the Wendy ass do you know what I mean so, yeah. <laughs> yeah killer line absolutely killer line you know, everyone everyone remembers that Wendy ass you know if, if, I was, if you was to ask one of my mates he'd probably say Granddad because when we were growing up that's all he remembers is us watching Fools and Horses with, with Granddad in. Yeah. But then obviously you got Raquel and, and Cassandra that sort of came in a bit later on, but put on a different spin to the boys. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because mm. I think it, it had to move with the time. And I think if if Del Boy and Rodney were just still two single lads, then I think it would look to, it would have looked a little bit eggy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like Good point. grown men trying to pull birds and that. And I think I think John Sullivan with the genius got the writing spot on with. Rodney meeting Cassandra before Raquel because yeah. it sort of it sort of demonstrated the, the brotherly the brotherly love that Rodney and De, uh, Del Boy had. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. very 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 clever, very clever writing. And obviously Rodney goes off and comes back because he forgets that he's he's, he's got married. Oh, that was a classic, man. That's oh, I brilliant. love that. I love that scene. Yeah, it's quite moving. You isn't don't it? live here no more. That bit I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously you got Tony Angelino, which for me, um, bar. Lennox Gilby is... Oh, yes! I love Lennox Gilby. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he, mate, Vass is a top bloke. We should try and get him on the pod, mate. He's a top bloke, mate. Have you tried that out of you? Um, Lennox Gilby is, um, again, one of the... And Tony Angelino is probably the, the two most memorable sort of cameo appearances. But, uh, and the Driscoll brothers as well, so... Yeah, yeah which is incredible. Which is interesting because they only were in one episode, and I... Last year, I don't want to keep name dropping, boys. So excuse me for this. But on, I, got, I got directed by uh, Roy Marsden, who was obviously um, uh, one of the Driscolls, oh, really? and he's the most poshest geezer you'll ever meet in your life. Really? Do you know oh, what I can't mean? believe that. That's Absolutely. the tall of the two, um, isn't it? <laughs> but he told me some great stories. You know, when I first met him, I was like, "Wow, you're, you're one of the Driscoll brothers," and he's like, "Oh, darling, you know, it's, it's very, very <laughs> posh." he's fantastic and he's lovely and he just told me stories I said what was it like he said well they were just everyone was just a big family and, and that's good to hear do you know what I mean because sometimes you hear these amazing programs where there's horror stories and people don't get on and etc etc so yeah it was uh, it was great man it was that, good so, that's exactly sorry what boys I diverted a little bit but no that's fine that's fine point, I, you know, they, I, I just love the program mate I, you know 
it's just it's the best program ever to be ever to be saying, mate. Anthony, it's uh, Tom speaking. Nice to have you on. Hi, Tom. You're on, mate. You're right. Have you um, seen the, the musical yet, or do you plan to watch it? Do you know what, mate? I'm going tomorrow. Are you really? I've, I've been yes. once myself. I'm going to go. I've, yeah, I've, I've been once. I'm going to go again with Bailey here, but I thought it was really, really good. But I think you're going to love it. Why was it good? Was it because I tell you, I tell you what, I'm a bit. I'm not skeptical because I shouldn't mm. be, right? But yeah, being a lover of the program, I'm a bit like, hold on. I know what you mean. I I, I felt the same. A few people. A, go on. I was. Not sceptical. I'm not really into musicals generally, even though oh, I've seen yeah. like, the likes of Blood Brothers were really good. Uh, that's the only musical yeah. I've ever seen and I really enjoyed it. Um, right. I just went in and thought this is just more a tribute. It's a homage to a great show. And it was just a load of fun. And when you've got like Paul Whitehouse, um, you know, co-wrote it with John Sullivan's son, you know it's probably going to yeah. be at least a little bit. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And Chaz and Dave it's... wrote a lot of, the, a lot of the, the original music. It's just fun and upbeat. So I think... Right. Good. So what did I actually do? Because I obviously saw the clip on Comet Relief the other week, and there's what I couldn't get my head around was when is is Paul Whitehouse as granddad, and then in the same scene there's Cassandra in it. Yeah, they they that, kind of the, that, that, that sort of bit. I'm a bit like, well, he was he was dead by the time I he know. met Cassandra. Yeah. There's, there, there's there's in the Fools and Horses universe, everything's sort of like mixed up a little bit because obviously, like I said, Granddad right. meets Raquel and Cassandra in the stage show. I don't want to give much away, but I yeah. think. Yeah, when I first saw it um, advertised, the promos, I was thinking, why they chose Grandad, not Albert? But I think it works better with Grandad live. When Isn't you, when it, watch it, it, it Albert not in it? Um, he might he might be. I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but... I, I think because I saw Paul Whitehouse, he, he was dressed as Albert towards the end, so I don't know whether that was just... He, Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I'm all right. Listen, mate, I'm, listen, I'm, I can't wait to see it tomorrow. So anything you throw yeah. at me, man, I'm, I'm just excited to see it. You it, know, I'm it's, just... it's, I think a lot of, because it has received mixed reviews, um, I think a lot of people think it's like some new material and they're like, what's the point in it? But it's just nothing more than a bit of fun. If you love the show as much yeah. as we do, you're going to enjoy listening to all the little, little quotes they drop in. But, um, so that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah. you're going to start quoting it before they've even said it. it. And then people around me are going to be like, mate, you need to shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, you got Chaz and Dave have written a lot of the, you know, the the the, the, the songs that they've uh, they're singing. So it'd be really good. I mean, if um if you could have played any of the Fools and Horses characters, who would you have played if you could? If they, I'd have been Delboy, mate. Delboy, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, to, I can to, see that. Actually. <laughs> do you know what, mate? To play that part is obviously the most iconic com- comedy part, sitcom part ever. I mean, oh, yeah. I hate these people that try and tell me that Fools and Horses. You know, I, amount of arguments I used to have with people at school and stuff. You had there was always a Fools and Horses crew in my school or a Friends crew. Oh, rubbish. There's no contest, mate. There's no there's, 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 forget it, right? But with 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 only Fools and Horses to play that part, man. Um, he had. I bet the pressure was proper on him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember going for an audition last year actually, and they were auditioning Del Boys, and I, I was going for another show, and I'm like, well, why the why am I not put up for this? At least be put up for it. Do you know what I mean? Just, I just love to, to be given a chance. You know, if I if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. But to no. be able to say, yeah, I'm, I'm playing Del Boy in the West End. It's like, oh man, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, no. the guy who plays Del Boy, um, he do, he's got a very good take on it. He doesn't necessarily sound like David Jason in his prime, but he does a really good. And especially the guy who plays Rodney, um, and you'll see. Yeah. they're all they're just really really. Good. A lot of them are like making their debut. On stage, so actually, I know, I know. The trigger guy looks like trigger, doesn't he? It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy, yeah. It's, it well it's, looks like him, man. Um, so, um, yeah, you, what did you make of what the, did you boys think of rock and chips? It's I was about to ask question. you that question green and grass, rock and chips. I, I'm, I like any sort of spin off sequel, I'm quite loyal to uh, well, the show, N- not on the same level, but rock and chips um, is nice, to, nice as a story, given like yeah, a, a background. I, mean, I didn't mind green, green grass because obviously, it's boys with Marlene. Um, Rock and chips. It just it just took a lot for me to get into, man. I was a yeah, bit yeah, yeah, me too. I think, I think there was a lot of hype there. I think it was a lot of like, oh, this is the next Only Falls and Horses. Da, 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 da. I think the, you know the actors were brilliant and, and and they did a good job. But I don't know, man. I, don't I thought know. James Buckley played it quite well, didn't he? Yeah, he did it right. But again, it's James Buckley who's a good is a good comedy actor. But I I could only see Jay from the in between, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the way yeah. he was looking and the way he was saying things, you know. But he's a good actor. Like, I'm not taking anything away from the boy. Like he, he done a, you know, he done a good job and he delivered really well. But I don't know, man. I, but can I ask you boys a question? Go for it, Go for it. please. What is 
No, I'm good. <laughs> I think no, that's what I'm good. What is? No. Um, um, right, okay. So, Go West Young Man, right? Yeah. yeah. The Australian man in it. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Stringer. Right. Jumbo. Three years later, he comes back as a, as a different character, but Australian, and who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. That's it. Jumbo Mills. Why is that? That is the weirdest casting I've ever seen in my life. I think it's just John Sullivan showing a bit of loyalty, maybe, when he was why in series. Why did he do that? I think series one, Fools and Horses, nobody knew how big it would be, and he thought, I could reuse this this actor. They're not, not necessarily going to notice straight away. Obviously, he probably didn't He'd know they would notice, but I just don't think he thought it was a big deal at the time. I don't it's know. one hell of a part, and he's got. That's one hell of a part, and you got here, Sean. Anthony, can I... Um... <laughs> you're going bold, are how did, um, how did it feel? Because one of the blues songs actually appeared in one of the episodes. Mate, how that's that when I knew, that, mate, that's when I knew Blue made it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, how did I was you sitting feel? at home, look, my hair's gone up, mate, listening, but thinking about it. My, um, I was sitting at home, obviously, watching the Christmas special. I could hear All Rise in the background. I'm thinking, you know when you know a song and you're thinking, I do know that song. <laughs> and about sure like, two weeks before, we had performed it on like Christmas Top of the Pops or something. And then I was like, oh, my God. Blue are in the blue are in Ophel's offices. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, and it's so a bit right. when Trigger's trying to tell Delboy to reverse the car and all that. So, um, yeah, I was buzzing, mate. Trust me, I was buzzing. I bet. That's a massive achievement for an early Force Norses fan, absolutely. Plus, I know. Plus, you played. I was played, buzzing. You, you, you... I was so happy. I, 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 just, I just love it. But it's interesting to see like, what, what, what your take on the whole Force Norses and why it is. Oh, why it has been so popular over the years? Do you know what I mean? It's just well, you, you it's said like it's moment. it's a nice comfort to people, and that that's for me. Like I'll put it on yeah. most days, and it's just on in the background. It's and probably it, a good way to sum it up, isn't it? By oh, calling it a comfort. It's a comfort. Yeah, yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. Christmas special. Good Christmas themed or just a special that was on at Christmas? Just a special. It's on. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Go on, Tom, you go for it. Well, it's easy to say Jolly Boy's out in, but a special mention would have to be go to Frog's Legacy for me. Oh, Frog's Legacy, that, yeah, yeah. See, I like, to, I like to Royal Flush before they edited a lot of it out. They did, yes. yeah. I if think you watch the original Royal Flush, it's absolutely more hilarious than what you see on the TV. And I don't know why they edited a load of it out. It gets yeah. a lot of flack, doesn't it? A lot, a lot of people think Dale's quite cruel in that, but I just think... I think John Sullivan wasn't around for shooting or something, and they reckon that has a lot to do with it. But I don't know if that's really? just here, so. What do you mean cruel in terms of? Well, all I all I know is Sullivan wasn't around. Well, so I'm so I, so I'm, I've read that he wasn't around for when they were shooting the actual episode, and I don't know if that had an adverse effect on the actors. But I really like the show. I think it's got some great lines. Oh, and Albert turn, Del and Albert turning out to spoil the party. It's just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a great episode. Oh, it's just genius, mate! It was so funny. So so funny, and uh, yeah, again, um, yeah, Jolly Boys is uh, obviously the, 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 the one that people say is a classic, but again, I like dates as well. It's a nice yeah. little one, it's got some nice moments, yeah. I like the one, the Peckham Spring so, Water as well, is always uh, oh, yeah, it was brilliant. That was so funny. <laughs> do, do you not ever that think though, so with, with the Peckham Spring, Anthony, like if they'd made an episode after Mother and Nature's Son, how much trouble they would have gotten? I mean, he would. They would, oh God, He was yeah. about to get found out, wouldn't he? I mean, the Thames. He'd have got found out, yeah. I mean, he'd have to. He'd have to have gone there. I mean, he'd have to go call for that one. Do you know what I mean? I think they'd have to call Solly Atwell to get him off that one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Solly Atwell. He's more bent than the village. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you mentioned that's a great one. That one. That's a hole in one. Oh my God! It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's tickled you, isn't it? <laughs> oh mate. It says here you were stationed on the Isle of Wight. You are hardly overseas, sir. You were sort of walking a pearl. Oh my! Then you got obviously. Then you got um, tea for free as well. Trigger's yeah. uh, Trigger's niece. Bring yeah. your cheese. I remember Lisa. That one. <laughs> Scrappy little man. We, we... Scrappy little man. <laughs> so if you if you and you and the uh, band members could maybe re-record. The intro and outro. I, I suppose I suppose it's a silly question asking. Would you give it a go? Would you sing it? I'd love to. Do mate. A studio. I'd love to. Would the others be up I'd for it? To. I don't know if the others would be up for it, um, <laughs> but I can only ask. I know me and Lee would definitely be up for it. Well, yeah, we'd like to hear so, that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. His nickname. Well, his nickname used to be Rodders because he was obviously taller and blonde there. So uh, every, everywhere we went, it was just Rodders. You, you mean the so, new Chaz uh, and Dave? 
Good yeah. at Newcastle and Dave, Mills and Boone. Yeah. <laughs> um, the new carpenters. Um, mate, Tony on, Angelino's um... one, man. Tony Angelino's one, stage fright, is probably yeah. just the genius of writing in that. I never saw it coming. No. Never saw no, it coming. No. Did you? No, no. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Such a fantastic writing, and it just sort of caught you completely off guard, didn't it? And that's what oh, makes it so <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> When he hands Rodney, when they were, uh, you know, he hands uh, Rodney oh. the uh, brown um, pants uh, the, thing. The sausage. <laughs> yeah. Rodney's face, he let go of Ah, just genius, mate. Absolute genius. I'm Derek Trotter of the Trotter's International Star Agency. Peckham, you can call me Del. Where do you want me to sign? You've already signed for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, are there any sitcoms that come close to Only Fools and Horses for you? Anything that's been out recently no. that you that does a same thing? No, not, 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 not so much, mate. Um, no? No, I mean, in terms of like, a bit light-hearted comedy, I think in between us, because yeah. I yeah, think in between us is, is something that, you know, we grew up knowing people like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. I, 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 you know, I knew a Simon, I knew a Will, I knew a Jay, do you know what I'm saying? So... I, get, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I mean, a, really dis no. a distant second for me is uh, probably Gavin and Stacey. Don't know if you've seen much of that. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Again, it's just, I thought it was good. Yeah. How, how do you feel about comedies? How do you feel like comedies about Peep Show and Bottom? Are you a fan of fan of either of those? Oh really? That surprises me. I'm quite picky about the comedies that I like, and obviously Only Fools and Horses comes first. But I do really like the Inbetweeners. I'm a big fan of Bottom, and I do really like Peep Show. I think Bottom for me, you know, some classic like icons of comedy, like Rick Mallory, is fantastic. Yeah, it was good. completely different type of comedy like you say yeah and no, I don't know what you mean yeah that's true You can tell how passionate you are about it just by the way you talk. It's really yeah. nice hearing mm. hearing someone talk about Only Force and Horses yeah. who loves it as much as us. I know, I know. It's, it's just nice to hear, you know. And, um, you know, I want to be playing Only Force and Horses to my kids when they're getting a bit older. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, because, you know, for me, a Force and Horses would, would be Christmas. Christmas without Force and Horses is like snap cackle without pop. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. True. Going back to what you said previously about your two favourite characters being Lennox Gilby and Tony Angelino, so yeah. does, does that mean your favourite episodes of The Longest Night Longest and Stage Fright? Really up there. Um, just what? because I didn't see anything of that, I didn't see any of that coming. When I first watched it, I was like, this is a bit weird, like, why? Because it was one of the first times I'd seen them out of the flat. I know they'd done it other, I know they went out on locations and other things, but yeah. it, they weren't in the flat at all. Um, yeah. in that episode that so it was sense. interesting to see them in another environment and when they're doing the shopping and they just think oh what's going to happen here I don't quite get it you know and they'll obviously throw in a few lines like oh did you sue him and she goes who the trial <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean and then it turns up and then who's this guy and then 
It's me. It's a twist at the end. It's just fantastic because you think this bloke's an absolute lunatic, and then yeah. they end up being one of Del Boy's friend, uh, mum's friends. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like uh, he's friends with Lennox's mum because he sold it. He sold him the watch. Do you know what I'm saying? Bloody watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bloody watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say they're more. I mean, listen, they're definitely up there. But this, again, as I said to you when we first started talking, you can't pick your favourite episode. I personally can't. Well, you've certainly really got a good taste in episodes because The Longest Night is easily my, my favourite episode other than the Jolly Boys outing. Yeah. See, Jolly Boys outing was brilliant because you saw them proper mates and you could tell that All they together. had a proper great time on that, mm. on that trip. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, regardless of the acting, it felt real, you know? It felt, like, organic and... Yes. I don't know, man. It was just beautiful. And then there's funny moments and there's the moment where Del's talking to Rodney Bosselli and about mum and you know heels on wheels and squiggly diddly <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah it's, it's really tender isn't it but he sort of bre- he, he breaks the comedy breaks up by Del Boy being silly every now and then when he's talking to Rodney yeah and then and then you've got strange relations which for me when Del Boy is acting all hard and all up all upbeat and stuff and then he just turns and it's just that beautiful mm-hmm. Why he is a cert in acting, it, it, and, and the best is, is the fact that he just turns from just, com- as we said, comedy to that beautiful brotherly moment where he just goes into one, and it's just, it's just, it's just great. And then Rodney as well, you know, got the credits, Nicholas Dinos in the lift, mm. you know, when Cassandra, you know, yeah. goes to the baby, it's just beautiful, great acting. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's a really moving scene, isn't it? It's stunning, mate. It's absolutely stunning. And then when Del Boy, you know, Rodney gets married, and Del Boy. He's on his own in the pub. Oh, and he, takes the, he, takes, he takes the, you know, the broom off the cake and puts it in his pocket. And it's just, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's Sue, Sue Holden just mentioned that, didn't she? That scene. Yeah, I don't, Anthony, when you watch the show tomorrow, there's a, there's a nice little homage to that moment. They, 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 they a little, again, a bit of a different take on it, but really, really well done. You're gonna, really, you're, gonna well, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. So obviously, get married to Cassandra. <clears throat> well, it's more about the music and stuff. So it's simply red. Okay. They, they, yeah, they, there's like, they, 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 there's a live, there's like a live band that you don't actually, well, you can't always see them in wow. shot, but it's, it's brilliant. I was going to ask you, when they brought the Fools and Horses back in 2001, I mean, they, those three episodes, they do get a lot of stick. I, I, I wouldn't say they're a load of rubbish, but I still, I still enjoyed them. What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, different vibe without Kenneth McDonald, obviously. was originally who wants to be a millionaire but they, I don't think they could quite sign that off with Chris Tarrant and the ITV yeah. obviously being a rival yeah. but, but I think I think again a bit like Royal Flush I think it gets a lot of flack but I think without having Bust America Kenneth McDonald the, the dynamic was so different wasn't it but still lovable the thing is I think um, everyone would have wanted uh, if it had finished in 96 and that was it everyone would be questioning you know, why haven't they come back? You know, they can't exactly. leave it on their millionaires. You've got to have that closure. So you can't please everyone, can you? But I can't watch that episode. I can't watch that episode because I'm in floods, mate. I'm in floods. Yeah. Yellow Brick Road. I can't watch that episode. We can't. It's just when it's on, I have to just switch it, not switch it off, but I can't watch it because it, it, it upsets me too much. It makes me sad. Yeah. For me, like, I'm sure with you boys, it's a program that you grew up as a kid. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then you see him getting millionaires and you think, oh man, and then that beautiful song in the background and, you know, Bill Boy's playing snooker and he puts the talk you down and he goes back to his flat and... Oh, the flat scene, that is emotional. I mean, can... Oh, that is so... And then, and then, like, again, a bit of spot of comedy, Albert comes out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. and it breaks up the sort of... Well, the sad sort of... Uh, Vibe. Vibes. Yeah. Kind of yeah. word, really. And then when they go off in the sunset, it's just... 
I can remember being about 13, holding back the tears on that last scene. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I can't cry. I'm 13. But, you know. but yeah, I remember watching. What do you think of Batman and Robin? I mean, obviously, I think it's hilarious. But for me, it's not the most iconic. No. Well, we. we No, that's right. I, know, I, I, they always say things like, oh, the Batman and Robin is the best in, in the best ever. No, that's definitely a cop-out. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Chandelier, Chandelier, Bath, Batman, Robin. I think your, aver- your average fan would say those things, but, you know, guys like us, we would we would say <laughs> specific scenes, wouldn't we? Like we said, that, that you know, 96 trilogy, specific in the flat, when he's, yeah. you know, just looking yeah. back. Um, because it's subtle things, less obvious things. We find funny. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah. 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 Did you did you watch did you watch that Bross documentary recently? I can I, and all I could think of was that episode and Rodney, you know, getting getting the other truly. Like I'll be back in a minute. Go <laughs> 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 well, watch him. I'm in it. <laughs> no, but there's so there are so many moments across the whole series, and like you say about the Batman and Robin, I remember absolutely cracking up with laughter and having my stomach you know, being in agony, watching it. But when I look back on it now, I don't automatically think of that specific moment. It is, like you say, um, Rodney pretending to be 14, little moments throughout the whole series. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why we are super fans, I think. And that's why we're here today talking about, you know, as I said, the best programme ever to be on TV. And <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a little thing, you know, um, that you just don't see coming. That is why... You do along, wouldn't he? That's a bit like um, Little Problems, um, where Mickey Pierce has got his arm like bandaged up, but that, that was the cause of an actual accident Patrick Murray had. He broke some glass on his arm. Yeah, and he was actually, his arm was actually in a cast for real. And he managed, I think, John Sullivan at the last minute had to sort of change his storyline a little bit so the Drift Brothers obviously uh, gave him a friendly warning. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just genius, isn't it? Absolute genius. <laughs> That's a great impression. Yeah. My favourite bit in that episode is my favourite bit in that episode is when uh, Boise goes up and says, "Oh, hello, Danny. Just seeing if you need a hand." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they want to give someone a hiding. Tell you what, though, we, we go from comedy though to like Trigger was willing to take a beating with Dell, and Dell said like, "Only way Trigger's fine." So that's actually quite again loyalty. Yeah, loyalty, and it's yeah. just the writing is just too it's just too good, isn't it? And it makes every other comedy that comes out nowhere near as good. So it made only four songs are so good, and nothing comes close. Changing the subject completely, have you managed to meet any of the cast members or have you worked alongside any of the cast members? Um, I had a mad story. Oh, go for it. Right. I mentioned 
see uh, John Chalice was in the room with me. Uh, right. Pretending to be my dad, which was just... Surreal. Wow. Uh, it was for an hour. Wow. Um, but we didn't get it. Um, but I, I, I speak to John on a regular one on Twitter. Yeah, he's um, a lovely, lovely man, John. He's such a nice... Do you know what? Like, he does anything for that. That show, he does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we had him on the podcast not long back, and we were just saying he does so much for the only Bulls and Horses community. He's just so generous with his time. He's so generous with his time. Um, see, I want to go to one of their conventions, but I just feel like I'd, it'd be a bit weird for me to be going there. Yeah. You know I, mean? I don't know. I think people do like, take the piss out of me, but I'd love to go. They are fantastic. Um, We've been to a few because we live very near Bristol where the um, the original flats are, what you see on the intro of the Only Force and Horses, which are about yeah. to get demolished, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know if you've, don't right. know if you've seen that. Yes, I have. Yeah, they're going to do a double statue in Nail. Well, hopefully. That's, well, that, that's the Acton one, isn't it? The, on the, on the, sorry, the uh, intro. Those yeah, are the ones that have been that's demolished. The Acton, yeah, that's one in, um, Ely. in Westfield, that way. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean. Well, you're near Bristol, boys. I'm, I'm coming up there in a couple of weeks. Mate. Are you? What are you doing in Bristol? I'm doing a show called Book of Ages, man. Oh, yeah. oh well, cool. Whereabouts is that in Bristol? At the uh, Hippodrome. Hippodrome. Oh, yeah. Hippodrome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, boys, come down, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should do. I'll text you my dates, man. Um, yeah, so definitely. Coming back to acting, so obviously I'm out of McRoy. Danny Juice Gold, Danny Oh, she's incredible. She's so one of the nicest women ever. So she's lovely. I did a charity all day with her, um, and I think that's. I met David Jason. Uh, I'm shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what happened. Tell us exactly what happened when you met David Jason. Well, I was, we were doing the. Uh, we were pre-recording. I think it was loose women at right. TV Studios, and I'm walking past. Um, you know, dressing rooms, you know, going to my dressing room, I see Sir David Jason's dressing room, I thought, fucking hell, is he in there? <laughs> <laughs> and he, put your way to the door. <laughs> oh, no, I was back knocking on his door. Uh, no, and he wasn't there, he was turning up to do the Paul O'Grady show. Right. And it just so happened that an amazing fan, you obviously, and I love Falls Nelson so much, she bought me the David Jason or book for Yeah. That day, so, but as we turned up, she gave me the book. Anyway, cut off to a show, I'm downstairs having a cigarette, who walks in, David Jason, I said, I'm so sorry, Sir David, to, to interrupt your walking. Which one signed it? He said, no, not at all, not at all. And he signed it, and I've got it to this day. That's nice. incredible. Yeah. That is so yeah. lovely. Quite envious of you there. I love it. Let's call it straight. I was absolutely, like, freaking it. Oh, I yeah. Like, please, please be nice. Or yeah, the, yeah. You know, I bet you're old April. Lovely. But, but you're... absolutely Oh really? That's interesting. Not East London. It was um, Ravens Court. Yeah, they were called. It was drama school. And Nicholas did her son used to go there. And yes. My yeah. Used to teach him. Oh really? My brother like me and Fox Moss is nuts. And he's come out of the school one day and he was standing there. Nicholas did her picking up his son. Wow. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was quite. I mean, I've never met him, but yeah, my brother went and he goes, I oh, oh, just. Yeah, I think it would. I think that's an met John a few times. So, lovely. That's it, I think. Well, that's pretty good going. Yeah, I mean, four characters out of a possible 50, eight bad, I suppose. Plus David Jason, that's like, you know, everyone, everyone's probably first choice. Yeah, I know. Why, why do you think he doesn't do as much for fools? I think it's just because um, he he'll get mobbed. We've spoke to Sue and John and Daniel Hill and Andre Bernard about about it basically, and they seem to think that they're unwilling to do it just because it's going to be too much of a risk for them. And we have been to these conventions before, and there's an awful lot of people there. And if anything were to happen, it would be pretty bad, I think. But I think it's yeah, just all down to security and stuff like that. And it's quite a long yeah. day for the actors as well because they're signing for what almost twelve hours, I think. Some of them. Wow. It is wow. mad. What's, what's, yeah, what's like? Is he nice? Oh, he was lovely. I shook his hand. He's got the biggest oh, hands I've ever a, seen. A firm handshake, isn't he? I'm I'm a six foot six bloke, and I, you know I got fairly big hands. But but when I shook his hand, my hand disappeared. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's my first memory I have of meeting Paul. But yeah, he was really really a nice guy. We bumped into him when he was walking into the convention and he 
you stopped and had a chat. Yeah, he was really, really friendly. He seemed like a really, really nice man. Oh, lovely, man. Yeah, well, no... Oh, oh yeah, we interviewed her, didn't we, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, she's been on the podcast, and yeah, she's fantastic. She told us some really, really cool <laughs> stories about the scene of her and Nicholas Lindhurst driving in the car where he's uh, wearing his James Dean get-up. She also, um, she also said, she, uh, she said she auditioned originally for Cassandra, apparently. Yeah, which is interesting. Wow. Yeah, so we, did, we weren't aware of that when we uh, interviewed her, so it was a really nice little Easter egg for us to hear. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. That's a bit strange, yeah, can you imagine it? Imagine Andre Bernard being Cassandra, no uh, Gwyneth Strong. Yeah, that would have been really odd. But she, she said that John said, I don't think you're right for this one, love, but um, I've got an idea for you. Go and read this script. Yeah. And that was when the whole um, uh, Nervous episode, Nervous, 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 Nervous episode came about. Chris. Is that his name, Chris? I've never knew his name. Yeah, it's yeah. Chris. Rodney, come home. That yeah. episode? Come home and it's that scene. You know when he goes, what, what, what are you guys laughing at? Yeah. 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 Oh, we, we've got, we've got Rodney. Nervous Nervous. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Sorry, dates, yeah. Oh, Nervous Nervous. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, really? Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. So do you do quite a lot of acting now? Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm Going back into that man, he started off with an actor, and then the blue thing happened, and then yeah. obviously it did what it did, and then yeah, still, still going. And yeah, I'm just training balls back, mate. So I'm going to join it, man. So you, you still keep in touch with your band members, your bandmates? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we did a gig two weeks ago now in um, in Malaysia and Singapore. And nice, oh, wow. Just got back from wow. Australia as well. So yeah, we're, we're, we're constantly touring, but as I said, I've got this show which I started in two weeks. And, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we'd love to come along and see you because Bristol yeah. is literally just down the road from us. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Eyes down for a full house and we're off and running. Okay, question one. What two items did Lennox Gilby ask for at the kiosk in the episode The, Long the Longest Night? What two items? Yeah. No, 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 no you're right. Go for it. That's, that's very reasonable. I'll take two. That's very reasonable. I'll take two. Is that um? Not peas. It's like um. It's no. It's at the end. It's the chaos. Just as he's about to leave, because he, he walks out backwards, doesn't he, and cracks us down under one of those trolley things. All right. Do, do you want? Do you want? Do you want to forfeit that one and see if Ed knows the answer? Go on then. Ed, do you know? Um, Twenty Rothmans and a box of matches, please, lad. Yes. Ed. <laughs> he's done it. Right, question. Okay, question two for Ed. Oh. What is the name of Irene's husband in the episode No Greater Love? Irene's husband. Um, is it Billy McKay? Oh, oh that's quite close, but I'm afraid that's the wrong answer. Anthony, do you know? Tommy McKay. Yes! Yes, yes my son. Where was I getting Billy from? <laughs> okay, question three for Anthony. Two. Oh yeah, question three. But question two for Anthony. Question two for Anthony. What was the name of Rodney's date at the end of the episode No Greater Love? I saw this episode the other day as well. Oh, it's a blonde, blonde bird in shape. Yes. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think of the line where Rodney introduces her to Dell. Oh, man, what is her name? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a rotoscope. Oh, Stuck in the back of his brain. You don't know? <laughs> no, it's at the top of my tongue. I'm <laughs> Actually, the, the answer down to here is three letters. Uh, come on now. 
Yes! Yes! yes well done. Get in. Question for Ed. What was David Jason's real name? I'm going to hang my head in shame here. I, I honestly thought it was David Jason. Okay. What about you, Anne? David White. Yes! God, yeah, you're wiping the floor with you, Ed. Yeah, okay. Unbelievable. Well, my, my next question is for you, Anne, and it's oh. what, what, why did he choose the surname Jason? Because of Jason and the Argonauts. Yes! Oh. Good work. Super That's correct. That is correct. Taxi for Ed. <laughs> okay. Hello. Question for Ed. Roger Lloyd Pack starred in 39 episodes, but what is the first episode where we meet him as Trigger? It's one of two. Um, is it Go West, Young Man? No, Big Brother. Which is your final answer. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to need a final answer, Ed. Oh, it's Big Brother. Yes, well done, mate. Yes. Good work. Did you know that, Ant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. Do you know what his real name, Trigger's real name is? Colin Ball. Colin Ball. Yeah. But you never hear anyone hear us calling Colin. No. Yeah, it's a one. One of the mysteries of the show. I love it. It's a very weird one. Okay, yeah. this next question is for you, Anne. Go on. Which band covers the song Help in the episode The Jolly Boys Outing? Oof. That is a great question, mate. Thank you. <laughs> they are, yes. It's not the Beatles because of copyright infringement and everything else. So it's a, it's a, it's a cover from another well-known band around that sort of time. What, 60s or 80s? Yeah, it's 80s. Is it Yes! Yeah, it is. Are you Googling that, by the way? <laughs> Yeah, it is. Banana Rama. Good work, mate. Good work. Okay, question for Ed. Uh -oh. What was Rodney's painting called in the episode The Unlucky Winner Is? Um, I've got to be Marble Arch at Dawn. Yes! yes! Well done, my son. Well done, mate. <laughs> what are the scores so far? I think I haven't been keeping count. <laughs> we can, I can always go back and edit in later. Ant Anthony's got one more. Yeah, I think Ant's yeah. in the lead. Okay, the last question is for Ant, and the question is, which which road did Rodney tell Cassandra he lived at in the famous episode, Yuppie Love? Yeah. I was just talking about this today, actually, because my friend's going there now in Winchmore Hill, and they filmed it at uh, King's Avenue. Yes, yeah, it is. Well done, mate. Good work. The better man won. Well, yeah, well deserved, Dan. That's good work. Hey, bonus, oh, que thanks, bonus question. Bonus question. It won't be part of the podcast. What's Grandad's uh, real name? Uh, Ted, isn't it? Yeah, Ted. Yeah, I see. Just, yeah. Ted, just testing you. <laughs> you are a proper fan, Anthony. Oh no, no, sorry, no character name. Wow, you really are a true fan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have had lots of people phone up and take part in these quizzes and there are a few people who do know an awful lot about Only Fools and Horses but I think you've just topped it yes get in there my son you get a gold <laughs> star for that but it's been it's been really really lovely talking to you yeah you thanks know. very much Andrew. hang on a minute you can't go until you've done an, uh, an impression who you want to do Anyone you want. You boys, you boys are the ones, mate. You, you oh, can, I, can I make a request? Can you do a Mickey Pierce for us? Not all balloon, you boy, Very good. Can you do his laugh? Can you do his laugh? It's like the hardest thing to impersonate in Yuppie Love. You do yours, Tom, and then we'll do his. Good night, Sandra. Good night, Emma. Love you. <laughs> That's all I can do. If you can top that, I can. if you can top that, brilliant. I can't stop it. Good night, Emma. Love you. <laughs> what about Lennox Gilby? Can I do Vaz? Yeah, you do your Vaz, baby. Go on. Which one do I do? Do it? No. Oh, no. Go on, then. Ask her she is. 
Oh, sorry to hear that. Oh, sorry to hear that. Tell you what, amazing. You've been brilliant. It's you're so, welcome. That's been a really, really well, fun interview. Thank you. Yeah. No, we'd, we'd, we'd have you on any day. It's yeah. so lovely talking oh, to someone who's got so much passion for the show as we do. Yeah. And we're looking forward to seeing you at the Bristol Hippodrome. Definitely. Yes, come down, boys. Um, one of you lads got my number. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just me, Bailey. Yeah. Have a look on the website and um, Rock of Ages at the Bristol Hippodrome. So come down. We'll have a We'll have a drink and a, and a good old name, somebody. Yeah, that's yeah, nice brilliant. One, yeah. That sounds great. Well, um, we'll, we'll post the link for the event and stuff on our social media to help promote the, the event and all the rest very of it. Uh, no, no, no. Always. No, thank you very much for giving out your time. We really do appreciate no. it. Brilliant. Well, Cheers, Ansi. Cheers, mate. Take Cheers, care. Mate. Speak to you soon. You take care now. Take care, mate. Cheers, yeah. pal. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Bonjour. We got some half price crack dice and Mazza Mazza carpet tiles. TVs deep freezing, David Bowie LP. Cool games, gold chains, what's his name? The ladder push from Trevor Brooks to track sheets from a machine shepherd's bush. Yeah. <laughs>